Hey guys, today I sat down and talked to Brita Hoppla. Brita is a photographer. Uh, this passion started at a young age. She would watch her dad take photographs. Uh, she carried it on through the years, but over the last 12 years, she's been a professional photographer, really focusing in on natural light photography. Uh, so it was neat to hear the story of how she got into it, how it grew more than she expected, how also she got vulnerable with some potential struggles that she had with really just putting yourself out there. Uh, so this is a fun one. I enjoyed it. I hope you do as well. Welcome to the Obsessed Podcast. I'm your host, Logan Herkus. In this podcast, we get to meet and hear from folks who are obsessed with a wide array of interesting endeavors. We dive into some awesome stories and look at the mindsets and the psychology of those who are obsessed. Let's go. Hello, Brita. Thanks for coming in today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, here to have you talk about photography wherever else it goes from there. But how did you get into photography? What was the actual timeline? And how did you get into it from the original year that you started? Um, well, interestingly, when my dad, when I was younger, my dad actually had a dark room and a camera and the whole thing. And I would follow him around. Okay. And I think I was kind of the only kid that did out of all my siblings. I would go into the dark room with him and he was taking pictures at a wedding one time and I was sitting on the bench next to him the whole time. And he must have noticed that because then I got a camera for my 12th birthday. Yeah. So that was back in the days where you'd send it in for development at York and mm -hmm. I had the old big flash bulb on it. But uh, that's when it started. Okay. 12 years old. Crazy. Yeah. Okay. And so what initially at 12 years old intrigued you about photography? Was it just because your dad was doing it and that was cool or was it an actual activity? Something um, that was neat. I think I loved seeing the results. I looked at the pictures he took all of the time. Okay. So I think I loved seeing the results of what he was doing. Okay. And I wanted to create it myself. Yeah. So your dad was into photography. How did he get into it? He actually went to school for a major in English and a minor in art. Unreal. And he taught art at Calumet School. Okay. So he uh, did it all. He, he wrote, you know, he was a writer uh -huh. and a painter and a photographer weird yeah yeah i mean not weird but just things you never yeah, know yeah right crazy okay and he didn't do the photography as much as the writing and painting he was actually published in the daily mind and gazette for a while as a writer and okay yeah and really passed that on right because your brother joe worked for the mining gazette as well at one point yeah. yeah yeah he passed on a little bit you know there's some painters there's some writers yeah i'm the photographer okay yeah um so let's dive into the early days you were 12 years old you had a camera of course, technology now is a lot different from back then, but you said you had a physical, like a pop-up flash yeah. type deal. Yeah. How did that work? Uh, well, you connected the, the, they were two separate things and you connected the flash to the camera and there were eight bulbs on there. Okay. And um, that's all you got, eight pictures. Yeah. After those bulbs were used up, you put a whole nother thing on there and that wasn't cheap. Right. So I think I did more natural light even back then Okay. because I didn't want to use up those bulbs and right. I fell in love with natural light photography. Huh. Okay. And were you really engaged even at that young age and you've been ever since then? Or was it something no. where you got away from I, it? I did record the events of my life since then. Okay. But I didn't start to actually learn the camera in manual shooting until many years later. Okay. Did you have a big appreciation for photography the whole way through? Or is yeah. it not until later? Yes. All the way through you All the way appreciated through. it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Huh. So recorded your life and, and you've got a lot of history do you have, like, we'll dive into the actual, your photography side, but do you have a lot of those photos that your dad used to take or the, 
old film of that stuff too? Yeah, there's okay. a collection at my mom and dad's house that's absolutely beautiful. And I have some of them and some of the other kids have some of them. And it's he was an amazing photographer. And he did a lot of what I do. He did a lot of candid moments, yeah. catching people. Like he took pictures of some of your relatives and the right. circuses and yeah. he might be the only one that recorded some of that stuff crazy yeah yeah huh yeah it's interesting so you again you took f- photos of your own life of your family life how did you eventually get to the point where you decided that you want to pursue photography was it an overnight thing or something you thought about for a really long time or what was that like it was overnight okay it was i i bought my first real camera SLR camera and when I had four kids okay just so I could get better pictures of my own kids mm-hmm. and uh I did that for that was when Sam was a baby so 2001 and I did that until 2009 and I never put it into manual right I shot it with the portrait mode and the you know up close mode and that was enough for me yeah and uh that was somewhere in there I switched to digital and then uh what happened was in 2009, Hans decided to go back to school. Okay. He was running a construction business and he got a wood allergy hmm. and uh, he couldn't do it anymore. He, he was coughing all night. So he had two years in of school at, for civil engineering mm-hmm. and he went back right. in 2009. And I had Gemma or Elisa mm-hmm. in June of that year right. and he was going back this following September. And I remember being at the beach with these families and one of the families at one of the women asked me if I would do family pictures. And this was same time as my husband was going back to school. We had nine kids and I thought, why not? Maybe it'll buy a couple jugs of milk. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, coincidentally, Hans Tokenen, my oldest nephew asked me to do a senior pictures. Hmm. And that's where it started. It was overnight. I took those two pictures that summer and I fell in love. Yeah. And so I did it for those two years that Hans was in school thinking that when he's done and gets a job, I'll be done. Right. And I wasn't done. Yeah. It just grew and grew. Okay. What were those fir- those first two pictures? Again, you, you, you're you not a newbie to photography, but what about taking those two photos for those, again, outside of your family? What what about that was so engaging? Um, I think I absolutely love connecting with people and making them feel good in front of the camera. Okay. And, and giving them those pictures. It's just a passion of mine. Yeah. Why is that, do you think? Um... Why is that? Everybody's beautiful, and I want to show them that. Yeah. I want to show them how beautiful they are. Yeah. Yeah. You were, you were beautiful on your wedding day. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were our photographer. It's. Uh, yeah. You do capture a lot of neat moments, um, which we'll we'll get into. Uh, but the after the those first two, what was the progression like after that of saying? Hey, I'm going to do this and this is going to help us. A, a potential portion of it was finances, but obviously it's right. bigger than that. I was looking at other photographers' work online. Julie Loxo it was my main. She, she just was really thriving and doing it. And she also was a mom. Okay. And uh, Cindy Hoodery. And I thought, if they can do it, I can do it. Yeah. And I, I just dove in. You know, I learned manual. I, I, I did a lot of online courses. I, started a blog. I started a website. Mm-hmm. The website didn't come right away. I, okay. I did the blog for a year, a few years, just sure. showing them what pictures I was taking and people asking me from seeing the blog. So, um, but I, I really credit those, the, that inspiration to those, those two. Yeah. But you've got to have an internal drive 
something that like lights a fire inside of you once you start it to be like, this is so cool. And you pursue it with a passion versus like, this is neat. Maybe I'll think about this someday. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess I'm somewhat interested in where does that come from? Have you always been that way? Once you get engaged with something, you're, you get really excited about it. Yes, okay. I, I have always, I, I, you know, once I decide to go in on something, I go in yeah. all the way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I, oh, I lost my train of thought there. I yeah. can't remember. But just going in, on, just talking about going in on things like what you get excited, rolling in. That was true for photography. Eh? I mean, yes. very quickly you're in. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It felt like I had like, like another thing that happened in our house is that my oldest were old enough to babysit the youngest. Okay. So I didn't have to actively find a babysitter out of the house. And that was a big um, point for me. Mm-hmm. I, I was able to do this other thing and thrive in it. Mm-hmm. And it, it was it was a big growth point. Yeah, for sure. That first summer, again, I keep talking about those two photos or those two yeah. photos that you take, but then you got into it full time. Fairly quickly, you were doing it quite a bit, right? Weekend right. weddings, senior stuff. I mean, it turned into a pretty serious deal fairly quickly, right? Yeah, yeah, it did. Um, thinking back, I think it was just, you know, it, those first years of parenting, any mom can say, can be challenging in the way that you don't have much social mm-hmm. interaction. Right, yeah. And I loved it, and I, I'm glad I was there being a full-time mom in those years. But I think the outlet of having social interaction beyond that and, and, and being good at it and thriving at it was, mm-hmm. I just couldn't get enough of it. Yeah, right. And we talked before we got on, my wife is a personal trainer stay at home mom, but also a personal trainer as well. And it's neat to, I just know myself neat to have an identity yes. neat for her to be like, this is what I'm passionate about. Yes. Um, if I'm just reversing roles, if I was a stay at home dad, I would struggle without having an identity. Yeah, you know? yeah, it is. And there's nothing more important than being a mother. And I'm with this. That's another thing is I'm still able to be there. Yeah. I, the, the schedule is very flexible. Yeah. So, so that is, you know, that is a huge thing. But yeah, it was just neat to have an identity beyond that. Mm-hmm. For sure. No, not taking anything away from motherhood. I mean, right, best, right. I don't want to take anything away from that because I admire moms that are satisfied just staying at home. Yeah. They find things like cooking and mm-hmm. gardening and stuff. And I don't do any of that. Right. So that I think that's part of it, too, is I don't do any of that. Never of it, None of it ever sparked my interest. So it was like, oh, I can do this. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to try to do these things that really don't spark my interest. I right. can do this and still be a real good mom. Yeah, for sure. Again, so it doesn't take away at all from, yes. from what motherhood is. And, and really, it, yeah, it's the biggest job there is. Yes. Um, but it's still, again, it's just inspiring and neat to, to yes. see that passion mm-hmm. grow. Photography for you early on, again, it was partially utility, right, mm-hmm. of finances. But I'd say I would guess that that's probably a small part of it. Yeah. In fact, um, I was probably paying people to take their pictures yeah, at first. Right. <laughs> the, did you look at it? I, I, was, I was thinking about this last night, thinking about it today. Photography, I think, is super cool that it's it's really just about time. Like you're capturing a moment in time. You can keep that forever. Sometimes it's super impactful and powerful in that moment. Sometimes it takes 10 years for that picture to be impactful and powerful. I love that. I love that. Yeah. I recently had someone reach out to me and appreciate a photo of someone that they had lost. Yeah. A candid photo from a wedding. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because there are those photos that are instantly unbelievable. Look at this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are photos where it's just one you throw in the bank and then 10 years later, you're like, look at that. How amazing. Yes. 
Do you have a lot of those kind of moments? Yes, yeah. yes. And that is where I find my greatest satisfaction. Okay. Yeah. What are, can you give any good examples? Again, you just, you just mentioned uh, somebody who lost a loved one, but I'm picturing like, uh, I, th- I guess let me dive into something here. I think about time quite a bit and that it can be, it's such a, 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 fl- a flittering thing and that capturing moments in time that later on there's just so like, again a fa- i'm thinking about family members siblings friends relatives whatever else you catch them in this perfect moment things change things go families go their way friends go their way but you still got that thing captured of what that perfection was in that moment and maybe it wasn't perfect but it was perfect it was perfection perfect, was the know? moment yes right. and that's a tricky word because yeah. it doesn't mean you know that there's no flaws mm-hmm. it just means that the moment was perfect it was perfect and in a beautiful way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where I think the power of photography is, is again, it's, yes. it's more than composition and, and angles and lighting and whatever. It's the, the moments themselves, but for sure. Yeah. And you've, you've watched Nels Kilpola's yeah. photography. Unbelievable. Yes. Uh, really focusing on landscapes and, and animals and stuff like that. Has yours been strictly more people versus well, I recently started an Instagram page called Copper Country Captures, okay. which is going more into the landscape direction. What happened with me, another big, beautiful thing that came out of it is I would be with these seniors and families on the beach in the summer, and I would get to witness this gorgeous sunset. Mm-hmm. And I, I would take a picture of it, you right. know, and I was missing a lot of that before photography. There's a lot of beauty out there, especially in the summer. Yeah. And uh, so that those pictures started to grow, you know, the pile of those pictures. And uh, recently I've done some self-discovery where I need more me time, more quiet time than yeah. I've been allowing myself. Okay. And I think this Copper Country Captures gives me that. Right. It it, it, gives, it, it builds me in a different way than the portrait photography. Okay. Huh. But it's, it's a balance because I want to do both. I don't want to, I don't want to, I think I can do both. Right. Yeah. No, I could see having a, I've always been super interested in people. So I'm saying from a photography perspective, I can see being super interested in, again, capturing those moments in time, candid photos, how powerful they are. But also there's a a brain space of taking landscapes and stuff where you can be more within yourself. Yes. You know what I mean? It's more of a a meditative thing. Yes. Meditative. Exactly the word. Yeah. Versus just totally engaged in a interactional thing, you know? Yeah. So for sure, yeah, awesome elements of both. Right. And yeah. I come home from both, you know, if I'm out taking pictures, I come home from both of those completely good energy, you yeah. know, but it's a different type for of sure. good energy. Yeah. Again, initially it was something you were excited about. Was it more, I, I picture this to be true and you can tell me if I'm wrong. Early on, if I'm learning something that's new, I'm really engaged just because the act of doing is exciting. I'm learning about, uh, not photography, but F-stop, ISO, this, that, angles, mm-hmm. composition, and that's what's cool eventually that becomes more natural and you're learning more about human interaction and how to communicate with your clients or how to put them at ease or make them feel comfortable. Was that true for you? Was it initially a, a, a method interest and then eventually a, a for person sure. interest from there? For sure. But you know, that, that, yeah, that client thing does come later for sure. But I think if you're passionate about photography you never quit learning. Okay. You never quit learning lighting and angles and yeah. different ways you could do things better. And that's been really fun. Like this past summer, I discovered that I don't feel satisfied leaving a shoot unless I take pictures of the client in full light, in shadow light, 
sidelight. I, I, I don't feel satisfied unless I do it all. Mm-hmm. And be, in, in, in the early days, I would just put someone in the shade, get that safe shadow light, and right. get a good portrait. Yeah. So you're constantly growing in the skill, too, Yeah. if you're really passionate about it. Right. The, so that's certainly changed or not changed again. It's probably like anything for sure. You're always constantly learning on the, on the method side. What were some of those early on moments about working with the people? So you really enjoyed the interaction side of things. You really enjoyed making them feel better about themselves. Did it change you? Yes. Internally? For sure. Yes. Okay. Yeah. To realize that I had a knack for getting people to relax in front of the camera was a huge boost of confidence. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. Again, it's it all ties back into what I think capturing those moments in time, but you can do it very well if you're the type of person that can make them feel comfortable and relaxed versus stiff and right. uncomfortable. Yeah. Right. I think that's a big part of if it's your calling or not. Yeah. You know, I think if somebody can communicate with the client and get them to relax in front of the camera, that's that's a big part of your calling. Mm-hmm. That's where the magic for the portrait photography comes in. Yeah. I almost relate it. Your ability to do that is similar to me. I've been in sales for seven years is a lot of it is, can I show you that I have your best interests at mind at heart or whatever, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm looking out for you. Can I show you that and communicate that through my body language, through the messages, the actual words that I'm telling you. And if I can, that's, again, that can be your calling. I mean, it's, yes. you, have yes. to be, you have to be, of course, selling something you believe in, but it's, I think that's the biggest difference maker. If you can just get somebody to relax and say, hey, let's figure this out together. Yes. And, and, it, and it is very satisfying work. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So let's get into some of the later years. You got into photography. You were doing it quite a bit. And it's been, how, how many years has it been now since you've been doing it? Uh, 12 years. 12 years. Okay. Yeah. Of course, a lifetime since 12 years old to now, but since you've yeah. been doing it more of a, as a professional. No, like tw- it's been 12 years. 2009. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, what, what, what is the progression like through the years of, again, early days, you're into it. There's got to be some ebbs and flows and ups and downs and interest waning and going up and down. Has it, is it? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yes. It's not easy running a business. You know, yeah. you make mistakes, <clears throat> you screw up, you have to allow yourself the time to give yourself grace. Grace mm-hmm. is big. Right. And then you have to decide if you want to get back on the horse or not. And I love it so much that I've gotten back on the horse every time. Right. <laughs> and I just continue to. Yeah. But ebbs and flows for sure. And and now even at this point in my life, I, my baby's six and I thought that I would speed up. Mm-hmm. I thought I would, you know, rent an office space and really get into it. And I'm finding what more experienced mothers have told me to be true, that you actually get busier. Yeah. yeah. You know, you have more weddings, more grandbabies, or that kind of stuff. And I don't want to miss that. Right. So I'm actually going to cut back on portrait photography. Mm-hmm. So it's more of an ebb right now. But that's right. where I think maybe this scenery photography might grow. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. But you can still have a love and a passion without doing the actual act of photography full time. You know what I mean? For sure. Yes. Yeah. And I, and I will still do it. I'll just cut back. Yeah. 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 Have different priorities potentially. You've helped other people get into it as well, right? Yeah. Has that been rewarding? That has been rewarding. And I wouldn't do that anymore just because I don't have the time for everything. But it was very fun to do that for a while. Right. Yeah. And you've got some nieces, some relatives that are currently. Is it fun to watch them? Very fun. Very fun. Yes. And have you, have they reached out or have you been involved giving them advice? I mean, you, you mentioned yourself, like you've learned that you need to give yourself grace. You need to, whatever else have you 
pass yeah. that along to them. Yeah, a little bit. Um, not too much. They're pretty independent and uh-huh. they're thriving on their own. Yeah. But a little bit here and there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I and it was really fun to be the part of the initial yeah. inspiration, you know. For sure, yeah. Just like you said, you watched people that were doing it and thriving and that inspired yeah. you and that can, you can pass that along. Right, yeah. Yeah. And that's usually how something starts. Right. Yeah. Yes. Even my dad way back at 12 years old. Yeah. And that's part of this podcast is I think two things that I found that are super cool is one, uh, in talking to people that are fired up on something, it almost in a way like re-inspires them. Like, you know what I'm doing uh-huh. actually is super cool. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, but on the flip side, then also, hopefully it inspires somebody else that if somebody else is out there that's wants to get into photography or likes working with people and, and sees that as an avenue to do both or landscapes or animals or whatever. But it, I didn't even realize going into it that potentially I could be not, it's me. I mean, it's just a, a conversation, right? But that you could be re-inspiring somebody that has a passion. That part of it's super cool. But again, hopefully yeah, others get inspired or want right. to pursue that as well. Right. Yeah. And in that point, I, I'd love to point out that you can be a really good mom and have a passion outside of the home. Yeah, You can do both. Yeah. In fact, I think the kids like seeing me thrive in something. Mm-hmm. It seems like it gives them confidence to go forth in their own lives. Yeah. Yeah. As well as uh, sometimes having that release or, or a break or whatever else of of being able to have that focus makes you a better and more concentrated parent yes. when you are in, in, when you are there. Yes. Yes. And on that note, I have dealt with mental stuff. I've sure. dealt with anxiety. And this helped that a lot. Did it? Yeah. 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 For my confidence and my own strength, my own mind strength, mm-hmm. you know? And um, so that, yeah, of course the kids benefit from that. Mm-hmm. A healthy mom. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. The On that note, I mean, it's uh, the, uh, the longer you live in this life, you realize who doesn't have their own yes. things, you know? And that's right. not to take away from yours. That's to give you permission to have that. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Give you permission. That's right. huge. Yeah. You're allowed. Right. Cause everybody yeah. is, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Um, so that's cool. But th- that outlet of photography and having that profession has helped in that regard. For sure. For sure. I think that's God's plan in all this. Yeah. That I had that struggle and Hans went back to school. It was all just part of God's plan yeah. to give me the strength. I would have never had the confidence to do in the early days. Mm-hmm. And I was, it was like no choice, you know, follow this passion and do mm-hmm. something with all this artistic energy or keep being at home with anxiety. Right. And I think that's, artists often have that struggle. Yeah. They have this sh- need to share their work inside of them and they think there's something wrong with them because mm-hmm. we we're not looking f- to brag. Right. So they struggle with that. Yeah. We're not looking to show off and get credit, but... For some reason, we have this need to share our work. Yeah. And it's a struggle. Right. Yeah, And, and there's, you know, it's the same for songwriters. It's the same for writers. It's it's the same for painters. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's interesting. Did you struggle? Okay, you, you grew up in this area. The core of life is humility. Yes. Right? Did you struggle with putting yourself out there and having people think like, I know what you're going for. You're going like, look at how exciting this is. Look at this cool photo. Isn't this amazing? But other people might view it as like, 
who is she to? Yes. Did you struggle with that at all? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yes. I had to, and, and maybe nobody was thinking that, but in my mind, I decided they were. Yeah. And I had to overcome that worry about what other people were thinking. Right. And that's where the other moms that were doing it helped me a lot. Okay. I could see them confidently doing it. And I thought, well, I'm going to do the same thing. Yeah. For sure. There's an element of that with this too, for sure. It's, uh, it's so much fun. Mm-hmm. I, 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 the same thing. It's like a passion. Once the seed was planted, I thought about it for quite a while. Yeah. Uh, and once the idea came about, like I never wanted it to be about me. I thought about a hunting podcast. I didn't have a huge interest in putting out a, a hunting podcast. Um, but I listen to podcasts seriously so much. Driving, yeah. Like I, I've been, been engaged for seven, eight years and I, I really enjoy talking about ideas. But for sure, there's that element of like, what is everybody else going to think? Mm-hmm. And just being scared and nervous of that. Eventually, yeah. I realized like you, I love when other people share. Yes. So why not put it out there, you know? And right. That, and then with this idea, I realized it's not about me. It's it's about the person I'm interviewing. Exactly. Just like you, it's about the person you're photographing or it's about this landscape. I think if you look at it with that mindset, it's not about you. Yes. That who cares if somebody takes that away yes. right after that. You know? Right. And, and you will lose <laughs> friends mm-hmm. and you will lose respect from some people, but oh, well, you, right. you just got to take that with it. Yeah. Yeah. But along that note of the, the artist needs to share. Yeah, that's profound. I, I mean, I'm sure that's not the first time that's been said, but I just never thought of that, that you have this thing inside of you that you need to get out yeah. and share with the world. And your dad obviously had that. I mean, My dad had that, a very yeah. humble man. Right. right. Yeah, it's so weird. Growing up, I was very like good at mathematics. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be an engineer or whatever the story was. And that was what you, int- that's what you appreciated. But the older I get, the more I'm like, I like books and music and art and photography. And yeah, what, what is that all about? I, yeah, I, I don't know. tapping into it. Right. Very cool. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. I've learned and I've done 10 of these. I've learned so much. Even in this conversation right here, I never would have thought of that in my life. Or, yeah. I, mean, I don't know. The, the, the fact that if you're an artist... I'm not saying I'm an artist, but even you being an artist, whatever else. Well, this is a creative thing for sure. Yeah, sure. But it feels like you have to get it out there. Like, yeah. I never would have thought about that before. Yeah, right. And yeah. it's like you can't, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. You got to get it out there and then you can, you know, whatever it is. It's just, yeah. art's meant to be in this world, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Your dad was a writer. Do you have any of his writing? I, I never knew that. Yeah, there's yeah. a um, log of his writings out at the hunting camp okay and behind the escola house he went under a name that wasn't his Weird. and he wrote these funny stories he's hilarious yeah you know a real dry funny sense of humor and yeah. he wrote these real funny stories made up about this i think his name was yossi okay and uh, he people didn't know it was him for a while right and they would wonder who this guy was and finally and i think it's somebody figured it out but yeah there was one story in there about me that i treasure huh. i i um got caught in a bear trap one time in our pine trees when I was little. My foot got caught. True story? Yeah, true story. So he wrote about that. And it's kind of cool that I have that. Hmm. And it wasn't a big deal. I didn't even go to the hospital. You know, it must not have been totally set right or something because somebody released me and my ankle was fine. But he he expounded on that in his USC story. Yeah. I said weird. I didn't mean it that way. I think it's super cool. I just, it's profound because I never knew that he was into any of that. So it's just, yeah, for yeah. me, it was just weird meaning surprising. I just, yes, yeah. no, I get it. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. And, and it's something that we were all proud of as kids. And I think seeing that too, seeing how proud we were of my dad exploring those passions also gave me the confidence to do it myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And hopefully, like you said, you see, 
your own children that can gather inspiration from what you've done to yeah. pursue that as well. Right. Another element of it as well was Hans a big supporter of you getting yes. into photography. Yes. He's he's my better half. Yeah. He never, ever, ever paused on me doing it. Yeah. And he was there watching the kids. He takes them on the boat a lot in the summer. Mm-hmm. And I actually get seasick out on the boat. Okay. If there's any waves on Lake Superior. So I honestly can't go unless it's flat. And so it kind of works out well. Yeah. He, he goes and I don't mind missing it because I don't want to be puking. And the kids all love it, even the baby. And um, I stay home and either I'm on the computer or out taking pictures. And I love the quiet time. Mm-hmm. So he's he's awesome. Yeah. When you got into photography, you said right away you were hooked. Did you feel like you fit right away? Or did you feel, I, I ask this question occasionally, did you feel like I don't belong here? I'm an imposter. I don't know what's happening. Or Oh, I definitely had my imposter moments. Okay. I felt like, I, and I remember I used to go by fake it till you make it. Sure. And uh, I thought, who do I think I am? I'm right. just pretending I'm this person that I'm not. And I would give myself these big pep talks on the way to photo shoots. Like, I, I can do this. I, yeah. I know how to take a picture, you know? Right. And I had to do that. Yeah. I had to do that to get through those first years. And um, now I don't think fake it till you make it makes sense anymore. Now okay. I'm face it till you make it right. as I work through my own uh, emotional stuff. Yeah. But at the time that worked. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just cool to see the progression. Again, I've been in sales for seven years. I... The first sales call I made at Saks Motors, it's a dealership I worked out in North Dakota, loved it there. Um, the first sales call I made, my heart was pounding through my chest. I had to close the door so nobody could hear me. Uh-huh. I pro- the, the person on the other end probably thought, what's wrong with this guy? Yeah. Now it's to the point, I, I mean, the thought of a phone call is 0% scary. I mean, it's yeah. not even a concern, you know? Yes, yes. That but does clearly, come. But clearly it was there, you know what I mean? That mm-hmm. I was so scared. But So it's not like you you being a photographer, it's not like it happens overnight or it's not like you early on were like, I'm, look at me, I'm perfect. Uh, no, you know what? no. There's a lot of moments I cringe on when I look back. Yeah. And I kind of, I, like I have that blog from my first years and now I just post on social media. Mm-hmm. But I can't even look at that blog. Yeah. It's painful to look at, you know, yeah. because it brings back that. I don't know. Maybe yeah. that's something I got to work on. <laughs> sure. Look at it and, and, and like face it head on. Yes, yeah. yes, right. Yeah. Because there were a lot of mistakes learned the hard way. Yeah. Yeah. And how do you know? I mean, that, yeah. I asked you about your, your nieces and stuff and have you been helping them through it? And you said that they're very independent. Sometimes it's, you're meant to go through those yourself. Yes. Yes. Whereas I'm the type I want to, if I'm getting into this, I like, I like to ask everybody I know, what can I learn from you? What can I try to like start on step seven instead of step one? Yeah. But at the same time, there's benefit and the lessons really stick if you're learning on yeah through your own struggles and yeah. through your own failures right right yeah. so yeah thinking back and looking back i did read a lot more from experienced photographers and and watch videos and i don't do that anymore mm-hmm. and ask my friends but uh i still have a knack for learning the hard way yeah <laughs> even though i was trying to absorb all that information right yeah yeah did you have and we don't have to go too far but did you have any big learning moments from learning the hard way or mistakes that you made that you could pass on to another aspiring photographer or just even an interesting story um let me think oh painful yeah um no there's one but i can't even tell it it's so bad okay i can yeah nothing comes to mind yeah and i'll think of something but yeah. not right now and we can we can keep diving we've all had the moments right where you've done sit done or said or whatever else but you didn't realize it at the time and really later you realized shoot i just offended that person i didn't know yeah uh Completely unintentional, obviously. Completely unintentional, still, yeah. like, you lose sleep that night. Yes, yes. the next seven nights or... Mm-hmm, yeah. But 
I, I want to explore a little bit more on the, I guess this is just the style I do this, that I thoughts come to mind and this is what we're going to do, but a little bit more about the time thing. Is that something you think about? Of course it is with your photography of, of the capturing moments in time and how times change, whatever else. But is that something that have you thought about it? Do you think about it? Do you appreciate that looking back on your photography again, those moments in time and how time changes? Do you think about time quite a bit? I, I do. I do. I, I totally, totally understand what you're saying. And okay. I think that's probably every photographer's thing is okay. that they're capturing those perfect moments in time. Yeah. And I have a knack for going after two people in a photo together, having okay. a moment. You know, everybody kind of does their own thing. A lot of people are, well, my seniors are alone, but mm -hmm. I love my most satisfaction comes from two people together having a moment, whether it be a couple or friends or a mother and baby. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what it is, is that connection between those two is such a perfect moment. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, yeah, I look back at those pictures and, and love them. Yeah. 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 Do you, so photography, you said it's helped you internally. It's just neat, again, how it can help you. There's just so many elements of it. It can help you. It helps the people you're taking the photos of. Uh, it helps your family, your children. You would say photography has been a big benefit for your life? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And I think it's that growth that we've all had. Yeah. You know, the growth within myself, with my husband, with the kids. Yeah. And, and of course, the financial part of it is nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about the business side of it? Did you... Did you do that as a, um, like you have to, you're forced to do it, like you're forced to do your taxes, or did you enjoy that part of it? The marketing, the, uh, you know, whatever it might be. Did you enjoy the business side of it? At first I did. And okay. that's where my burnout is coming now. Okay. I, I'm having a hard time getting on that computer and doing it like I used to. Yeah. And uh, I think, you know, of course, I do love the editing. Okay. And I take so many pictures that I get behind on that, but I do love it. Mm -hmm. And I do love the actual pictures, but the business side of it, I, I struggle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Looking back, do you wish you could have somehow had somebody take care of the business end of things? I would. If I could do it over again, I would have somebody else from the beginning. And I still, at this point, why not hire someone, right? Right. But I feel like it's so disorganized that I'd be embarrassed to try yeah. to explain it to someone. So I just keep plugging along. Yeah. Yeah. Although you could come up with new systems. Like yeah. Like here's 2021 and older. Yeah. This is my disorganized system that only I know how to operate. Yeah. Which you could always tap back into, but then say this is the new system moving forward. Yeah. And I'm actually working yeah. with a coach right now. I do love working with coaches and hopefully that's where it'll go. Okay. You know, she's told me before, hire someone on and I wasn't ready, but I think I'm, I think I'm ready now. Yeah. It's either that or hang it all up. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. In real estate, there's different opinions or different perspectives. Uh, some agents will say that you should hire an assistant to take care of all the back end stuff mm -hmm. or the nitty gritty details. Whereas I feel like I not necessarily enjoy, but at least am adequate and don't mind doing the detail. Yeah. Um, so I feel like why not just lean in on that? Right. Versus, why not lean in on it? Yeah. Versus uh, hiring it out. Maybe it will just become a thing where it, where it does happen. But mm -hmm. I just think everybody has to find their own path. Yes. You know, like if somebody else is a photographer, but they really enjoy the business side of things, well, Great, yes. lean in on that. But if you're, yes. but you would say for yourself personally, giving yourself advice or giving a different photographer or any avenue, if you don't enjoy the business side of things, try to find a way to have somebody yes. take that over for you. Yeah, I know that's the right answer. Okay. I just haven't had the confidence to take that step yet. Yeah. Yeah. And the, again, you said you're getting into more of the landscapes, the some of the outdoor photography. 
which you said potentially, I mean, or, or I said and you agreed, the meditative side mm-hmm. of it. That has been fun. Yeah. That has been very satisfying. And before I would just take a sunset picture that I got at a photo shoot and put it into my online scenery gallery. And now I do it differently where I'll go, I'll see good sun or I'll see snow on trees and I'll take a drive and I'll go capture it. So it's a special alone thing instead of just on the side of getting a portrait. Mm-hmm. And it's been very, very fun to explore. Okay. With that, or even with people, I guess this is a double-edged question. So I feel like you've heard some photographers say that like they have a shot in their mind, they know what they're looking for, they just know need to go out and get it. Whereas I feel like you could have the flip side photographer say, give me the space and give me the people and I'll find the shot. Is that is that true? Um, That's a really good question. That is a really good question. I think like the, yesterday morning I went out and got sunrise pictures. Okay. And I knew I wanted to go east where yep. the sun was, but I didn't know what I'd find. Okay. And when I got there, it was unbelievable. There was these ice shards crashing up against each other and the sun coming up. And I was all alone there. I was standing up on this iceberg and I felt like I was on top of the world. Hmm. And I, I just, I took that in for a long time. In fact, didn't take pictures. I just took it in. Yeah. And then, you know, I got busy with the pictures. But that kind of moment I didn't know was coming. Okay. And I feel grateful that I got it. Right. But maybe the intuition is there. Yeah. And and like with the people, on the other hand, I go to a photo shoot. I don't look at Pinterest ideas. I don't I don't do any of that because that would bug me to do that. Yeah. I want to do it my way. Right. But I go thinking about them. Okay. Thinking about that person or those people. Yeah. And I I think I do a lot of that. And when I get there, I try to not only take pictures of their beautiful outside, but their beautiful inside too. Right. Yeah. I, I try to put a lot into that. Yeah. And I, I'm not, I, I don't, didn't go into that question with saying one is better than the other, but I could picture, a, yeah. again, a, a photographer that is the style of saying, I want this photo. I know how to get it. I'm going to go out and get this. And, and that's what they find versus uh, potentially more of a exploratory or, or, you know what I mean? Yes. The, and there's definitely both types. Like those guys that are out doing Northern Lights photos. Yeah. They, they are very purposeful. Right. They go, they set up their tripod. I don't have a tripod. Mm-hmm. They set up their tripod and they're there for hours getting that specific shot. Or, or even the wildlife photographers. Right, yeah. The same thing, you know. And I don't have that kind of patience. Yeah. I, I just go on intuition and the magic comes to me and I'm thankful for those moments. And I used to feel more pressure to get more of those moments and I've let go of that. Right. And that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. You know, I had to wait a while for the sunrise because it was cloudy and snowy and I was starting to get impatient. Like, man, winter mm-hmm. is just so grim. Right. But it came yesterday morning, and yeah. that will fill me for weeks. Hmm. Just that one sunrise. Yeah. So, one of the things that I was curious about is, have you found or have you gone through moments where you have like a love hate relationship with your camera, like where you found you have struggled to appreciate life? You know what I mean? Like sometimes you should just put the camera away. Yes. Uh, have you had those moments where you've been like, I need to. Uh, you know, I just, whatever. Yeah, I guess. You actually, know what I'm no, I haven't. And that's actually a difference between me and a lot of other photographers is I, I like, if I don't have my camera, I'm frustrated. I, okay. I, I'm always framing photos in my mind. Yeah. So those phones are nice. You know, I have a good phone, phone camera, but I've noticed that, I mean, the only time I feel burnout is when I'm getting done with busy season okay. and I've been shooting five times a week with right. portraits and then also doing beach outings with the kids and then I feel exhaustion, mm-hmm. complete exhaustion. Right. And it's really nice to put the camera down then for a while. But even when I put it down, I'm still seeing potential pictures in my mind. Mm-hmm. 
So that's where I think that I'm really lucky. I'm really lucky that the passion is always there. Yeah. It's not something I have to force. Right. So with this with this podcast, I'm interested in two things. One, the activity itself, which we've certainly touched on, but also we've gotten into uh, what I've always been interested in is like your internal dialogue, which we've gone through some of that. So I'm, I'm glad that we touched on, you know, mindsets or, or uh, you know, the roller coasters of life or whatever yeah. else. Um, but one thing I do, do want to touch on is with photography, and, and you can probably fill me in, going back 30, 40 years, like a photographer was would you say essential? Like I'm saying from to capture a moment in time is essential. Whereas now I'm picturing you have got an iPhone 12 with a 17 megapixel this. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm getting towards? With that. So of course technology has gone. So anybody can take a photo. Right. But I think the neat part is, is a good photographer or somebody who's passionate about it will transcend that technology and add a ton of value where technology or not, there, there's more to it than yes. that. You know what I mean? Yes, for sure. And I think... Uh... Yeah, that doesn't scare me at all. It's yeah. never scared me that people are getting really cool pictures on their phones because there's so many beautiful moments. We could all be taking pictures all day, every day, you mm -hmm. know, in my opinion, because that's how much I love photography. Right. And uh, so there will always be, I mean, you could get really cool Northern Light photos yeah. with your phone. Right. But there will always be something different about the actual camera. Yeah. And and, and, and also the process, the editing and, yeah. you know, and um, the final product. For sure. Yeah. And that's where you can't remove the person behind the camera. Yes. You know? If they have that passion and that interest to follow through. Right. Like a lot of people, and, and good, please use your phone and take awesome pictures. Right. But they might take the picture but never do anything with it. Right. Yeah. And I have the interest to follow through. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I, even even thinking about real estate, there's like a, a element of where like everyone's like, Hey, you've got Zillow, you've got online this, like, why would you ever need a real estate agent? Mm -hmm. Whereas I see on a day-to-day -day basis, I personally believe in what I see is that as a good agent, you can add so much value. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to pitch being an agent or nothing, but I'm just saying I relate it in the same way that I don't think you'll ever remove that. No. All the technology in the world, you've got all the photos, you got everything there, but the, what the value of an agent brings is so immense that I'm just tying that into photography. I don't think you'll ever get rid of a photographer. No, it's very parallel. You're right. Yeah. Very parallel. And in fact, the novelty of taking pictures with a phone seems to be waning. Yeah. And hiring a photographer so you don't have to do it yourself is, yeah. if I'm correct, maybe I'm not, but maybe coming back a little bit. Yeah. You, you can feel that? Yeah. 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 And different for every, everybody, you know, some people want to do it, you know, other people have interest and love doing it themselves with their phone, but there's people that don't love it, would rather just leave their phone in their pocket that are like, oh, mm -hmm. just hire someone, have them do it and not even have to think about it. Right. Yeah. And that's the same thing with real estate. Absolutely. I would sure. hire you just so I didn't have to think about it. Right. Yeah. yeah. At the same time, for sure, if somebody has the ability, the time, the interest of selling their own home is the equivalent of somebody putting in their own furnace. Like there's yes. plumbers for a reason, there's agents for a reason, there's photographers for a reason. Yes. But also I think that, again, there is a, a typically a higher element of professionalism if a plumber is putting in your furnace or if a, or if a photographer is taking your picture. Yes. If that photographer is passionate and yes. can show what they're, what they're looking for. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good, that's, I've never thought about all that, but you're right. Yeah, it all ties in, I think. Mm -hmm. The <clears throat> How do you, I'm just curious on a, on a separate level, you've got uh, a crazy amount of storage and, and all mm -hmm. this stuff. I mean, you keep it all on 
hard drives and stuff like that? Do you have boxes and boxes of this stuff? Or how hard you... drives galore. Yes. Yeah. yeah, a lot of hard drives. Yeah. There was one I plugged into my computer one day and I couldn't access it. And I thought, oh, but it was from so long ago. And I think if I ever cared, I would have somebody fix it, you know? Sure. But I think for the most part, that's a pretty safe bet. Yeah. Do you yeah. ever... Again, we keep reverting back to time and I'm thinking about those hard drives. Do you occasionally do like a, a on the first of the month, I'm going to pick a random hard drive from seven years ago and look through it and see what, you know what I mean? Because there's got to be so much that you never revisit just from a right a, a space and time thing. I right. Like it could be a neat experiment to go back and look at some of it. Do you do that ever? I what? don't ever do that right now. Okay. My life is so full with what I have on my plate, but I think that I will. Okay. I think at some point in my future, I will have a ball revisiting stuff yeah yeah or you could have like a a a month-long project someday to go pick out like highlights every hard drive you got pick out your top three oh i love that idea one hard drive and say like this is the span of my career i really love that idea yeah Yeah, because my dad's um, photo collection like i said is so nice and i haven't worked on it the first years when i was developing film those are all photo albums Mm -hmm. But then digital came and I, I mean, I still developed the digital for a while, but recently I'm guilty as anyone with just yeah. having them on my computer and not developing enough. And Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I think that even for, again, thinking about the artists trying to get their message out there is eventually if you've got a box of 27 hard drives, it'll be a lot for somebody else to take that on. Mm-hmm. It'll be a lot for you to take on. Right. But getting, I don't know, just like a highlight reel on one space that you could share with. Yes friends and family and stuff. I think. That, yes. And you would probably have like a, a, a growth moment of going back through all that. Yes. I, I actually love this idea, Logan. Very good timing. Yeah. yeah. And just declutter my brain. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really all I need. Yeah. It's just the highlights. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd be curious to see how much of them, like you probably have a thought in your head of this is what I expect to be the highlights, but yes. I'm curious about how much of that would be true and how much of the things that you never expected. Again, we're talking about the time things. Right. I think you'd unbox a lot of cool things. I think I would. In fact, that, the one time I did do that is last winter or maybe less than a year ago. I did <clears throat> revisit Italy. I had gone to Italy to visit Claire three years ago and I found treasures, you okay. know, and then I ended up doing the final touches of deleting the ones that I didn't care about. And, and that was super satisfying, yeah. but the ones that I found in revisiting were really fun. Hmm. You know, they were things that I hadn't noticed the first time around. Yeah. Yeah. So if you do, it'd be neat. You could, you could have a double, uh, a double thing. One is the, you know, uh, terabyte hard drive full of it. But one of them also is like, this is top 20. You yeah. Know I mean that you could share with the public, whereas the public may not want to consume a, a, a hard drive full of them, but they, they would certainly be like, yes. look at these 20 of them. You know? Yes. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Love that idea. Yeah. 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 Because in my brain, I know those pictures. I took a picture of Ray Larson once that I love, mm-hmm. but it's just in my brain. You know, that picture is lost in the shuffle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, yeah, it's neat. The, your dad was a writer. Again, I keep thinking about the time, the the artist side of things. Your dad was a writer. You didn't get into writing much? Uh, no. Okay. No, I do enjoy writing on the... I, I did enjoy writing on the blog, and I do enjoy writing paragraphs on Facebook and Instagram. Okay. But I don't have the patience for much more than that. Okay. I, I, I get it out in a few thoughts, a few sentences, done. Yeah. Yeah. Do any of your siblings? Of course, yeah. again, Joel wrote for the Gazette, but anybody else that does or has been a writer i think maybe just joe as far as i know okay 
And Joe is so talented. He yeah. is very talented in everything he does. Does he still write at all? Uh, he could, but not that I see. Okay. Yeah. I wonder if he ever would. I should bug him about it. Yeah, you should. Yeah, he's got yeah. tons of uncovered talent. Yeah. I'm not good enough with language. Joe knows all those big words and, you know, I, I don't know enough big words. Yeah. Yeah, but a lot of times it can be not necessarily the the words themselves or how intricate they are, but more just the way you put them together. Yeah. Or the message that you have. Yeah. But Yeah, no, this has been fun. Is there anything else that you think you'd like to cover from a photography side? Again, I feel like I might have focused too much on the non-photography you know what I mean? The actual technical portion of it. Right. Because I'm really interested again in the, in the mindsets right. or whatever else. But anything on the on the technical end of things, anything else you'd want to cover? Um, let me think. There was, when you talked about awkward moments, instead of sharing my own, because they're too painful, I'll share yeah. this one from another man. I have such fun conversations with people when I'm out and about. And yeah. I was at a wedding taking pictures years ago. And this old man came up to me and he said he had been a photographer back in his day, a wedding photographer. Okay. So he, he was real interested in what I was doing and the di digital part of it. And he said, I did it until one wedding, my flash was not in sync with my film. And I went to develop all those pictures and every one of them was black. Oh. And he said, that was the last wedding I ever did. Right. And that story really stuck with me. You know, he was, he wasn't full of regret or anything, but that stuck with me from that get overcome your, obstacles yeah. point of view you know and i can imagine I, I don't know if i would be a wedding photographer if it was still film yeah. you know i can only imagine the how much is riding on that but oh. uh we're so lucky with digital yeah but that was that that's a story that really stuck with me yeah man that would be the craziest feeling to oh, take that imagine? that wedding and <laughs> have no photos oh yeah that'd be tough yeah that is yeah, that's a neat story. I tie that into this. I, I recently did an interview uh, with a gentleman and we were one of my first ones. So fairly nervous again, getting into it. We recorded 25 minutes. I was just having a ball and I look at my computer and I was like, oh, it's not recording. Ouch. And I'm like, oh, what a, I mean, like I was okay, but now I have to try to like adapt and in the moment be like, just, I'm sorry. We just, yeah. we just wasted 25 minutes. It wasn't a waste. Like we had cool conversation, yeah. but for this guy, like he took time out of his evening yeah. meeting me here and we just did 25 minutes that wasn't recorded. And, yeah, yeah. Just, for and sure, he, he probably just, was totally fine. You yeah. know, from my point of view, I could see that he was like, oh, well, let's start yeah. over. Right. But as I think that's the learning curve when you are the photographer or whatever creative is that you have to face them and say, or anything, mm -hmm. I shouldn't say creative, anything with when you're working with people is you have to face them and explain mm -hmm. what went wrong and how it went wrong, you know? And right. I've learned not to give excuses, yeah. you know? Don't don't pretend you got stuck in traffic if you're late. For sure. Right. Just say, I'm sorry, I'm running late. Here's a discount on your sitting fee, mm -hmm. you know? For sure, yeah. Yeah, people appreciate the honesty. Absolutely, yeah. Just take ownership of whatever you're... Yes. Whatever you've got, yeah. Yeah. I try to apply that to life and real estate, and it feels like it goes a long way. Yes, yeah. yes. People trust you a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody screws up in there. And it almost... Not that I'm purposely late just for this benefit, but it almost relaxes them. Yeah. You know, it puts them in a good spot. Yeah. Yeah, because in any interaction, you put all the pressure on yourself... Yes. ...to think that you have to perform, but there's just as much... Not that there has to be, but the other person's also going through their own thing as well. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. In in this interaction in photography and real estate, it's a it's a two way street. So if you yes. just come into it with an open mind and a 
and honesty and integrity, whatever. It just, yeah, it, it just works. It yeah. works. Right. Right. People pick that up so fast. They yeah. pick up the, that intention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And is that part of the photography, your goal you always said was to make them feel comfortable. That's yeah. gotta be part of it, right? It's like you're in, like almost like a deeper internal feeling, just like yeah. comes out of you. Right? Intuition, yeah, right. yeah. And and I like like my favorite is you would have been like this as a teenager. These high school thin seniors that mm-hmm. that's the last thing, and boys that's right. the last thing they want to do is their mom dragged them to this thing. Yeah. You know, they got this <laughs> uncomfortable button down on that they never wear. Yeah. And uh, by the end, they're smiling. Right. You know, I, I only got one. I only had one photo shoot where the kid never broke a smile. Yeah. <laughs> this still kind of bugs me. <laughs> but yeah. by the end, they're smiling and they kind of have to admit that it was fun, that yeah. it wasn't so bad. And that is my most satisfying work. And it's the huh. same thing with grooms. You know, it's the bride's idea to have all these pictures. And the groom is like, oh, I just want to enjoy my day and hang out right. with my buddies and enjoy my bride. And it's so fun to show them that the photography part of it can be a fun experience. Yeah. That it's not going to ruin your day to be in front of the camera. No, right. And again, uh, I keep focusing, I, I, like I said, I put a lot into the the mindsets. Do you enjoy thinking about that kind of stuff? I do. So is oh. this conversation, is it, is it yes. fun for you to... Yes. Yeah. I would have gone to school for psychology if I wasn't a photographer okay. or a mom. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, same here. I've, I've always, I mean, as long as I can remember, you're thinking about why do people tick? What makes yes. them tick? What makes you act this way? Why do I feel this way in this setting versus this setting? Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's all, and learning about it can give you tools to understand what is happening in that moment versus yes. just uh-huh. blindness. Right, you know? right. I think yeah. that might be why it's captivating. Yeah. Maybe that's why it's captivating. It's got that, What what do you call it? Like that, I think the, I'm going back to good intention. The yeah. good intention of sharing a human connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that what maybe draws people in? Yeah, I, I, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I would say. So I want to close this out. I'm curious, photography, has it changed how you view the world? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It uh, makes everything more vibrant and beautiful and colorful and full of love. Yeah. For sure. It's, it's, uh, it's, it, your interest lies in beautiful things, not in negative things. Right. And that just makes how you see the world very... Cause, and then, you know, you're looking at people and how they would be looking at a picture. Not that I'm always... I'm not doing that to you right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, you're looking at their best side. Right. You know, you, you see the best side of people and you give people the benefit of the doubt a lot more. Yeah. And you're not nearly as judgmental as you used to be. Yeah. Yeah, There's there's something honorable about that is going into every interaction or every relationship with again they're giving everybody the benefit of the doubt treat them with trust i trust you and i appreciate you until you've caused me to realize i can't or something but yeah i think if you go into with that mindset and that approach your positive interactions go up extremely compared to the other yes you're attracting that and i feel so blessed to have that i feel so grateful that I've been given that. That that's such a big gift that I've gotten out of photography. Yeah, and you think it is related to photography, and that has changed that for you, huh? I think it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Not that everybody else is big Debbie Downers that doesn't take pictures, mm-hmm. but in my own personal story, it took care of the anxiety, yeah. took care of any depression, and made me see the flowers again. Yeah, you know? that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Brita. Appreciate you coming in. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Hey guys, 
Thank you for listening today. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have and you feel so inclined, share this podcast with your friends, subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen, and give us some feedback with a review. Until next time, thank you.